With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Sports Shorts Radio. Radio. It's the fastest two hours on the radio. Covering it all from the fighting tigers of LSU to the tracks of NASCAR on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Now, here's Ronnie Grants, Joel Davis, and Hunter McCann. Good morning, and welcome to Sports Shorts Radio Super Bowl Eve. Hey, if we can have New Year's Eve and we can have Christmas Eve, we can have Super Bowl Eve. My name's Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Live and in color from the sports book at the LaBear's Casino and Hotel in Baton Rouge. The best place to watch the Super Bowl. They've added some chairs in here. All the big screens, the kiosks, the sports book window. You got it all for the big game tomorrow. Get on out here. Bet some college basketball today. All your prop bets. We're going to get into all of that today. Right on Sports Shorts Daily here for the next two hours. Live and in color. Come by and say hello. We'll have a big lineup of guests for you. We'll get to that in a minute. We remind you about Court Street Cafe in Port Allen, as well as Marshan's Interior and Hardware in Gonzales, your premier flooring dealer. And don't forget about our friends over at Gage. Hunter McCann, good morning, sir. Super Bowl Eve, how are you? Hey, it's, a, it's kind of depressing and a happy weekend, right? It's the last weekend of NFL before uh, until September. And, uh, but we do have the biggest stage set now, the Kansas City Chiefs, San Francisco 49ers in Las Vegas for the first time in history hosting a Super Bowl. So it should be a fun one. I can tell you this. There's a pretty good amount of people here at the casino at LaBear's this morning. Got a guy over there by the kiosk. But all of the people in here combined don't have as many bets on the Super Bowl <laughs> as Hunter McCann. <laughs> Hey, we got we got a lot of good money on a lot of good different things. It's uh, my favorite time of the year to uh, place down some money and have fun watching football. I know TK, you just actually went over to the kiosk and placed a bet, and we'll uh, we'll get more into those prop bets in a little bit. But I do know that we have a a special gentleman waiting in Phoenix right now to join us for the show. Let's bring in uh, Ronnie Rance, who's over in Phoenix for the Phoenix Open this weekend. Ronnie, how's uh, how the weather in Phoenix been, my friend? Oh, the weather's been terrible. Uh, absolutely tough. By the way, technically, just because we don't want to mislead our fans, it's Scottsdale, Arizona. It's uh, right around the corner from TPC uh, in Scottsdale. Um, the Phoenix Open has had record cold, record rain, uh, the worst weather they've had for a week stretch in maybe history at this time of the year. And, of course, I happen to be here. So, um, um Wednesday was the was the pro am where Nick Saban was the king. Um, they had Michael Phelps. They had baseball players. They had actors. It, 
They had politicians, they had, you name it, but everybody wanted a little piece of Nick Saban. And yes, by the way, I did give him a Go Tigers when he walked by me on the AT&T, and he gave me a thumbs up, so that was cool. Um, uh, that was Wednesday. They got about five, six, maybe seven holes of the program before they banged it due to weather. Um, on Thursday, they got maybe three, four hours of golfing in the morning before they banged it through the, through the rain. And when I tell you rain, it's, it was 44, felt like 38 or 39, according to the app. Uh, I was in it. It definitely felt like 30-something. Uh, it was misty. It was windy. Uh, it was miserable. And, of course, not prepared, right? I didn't come with the... The rain parka, I didn't come with the, the, the gloves, the mittens, the, the rain jacket. I didn't have all that, so I was freezing my you-know-what off. Um, and then on thir- Friday, yesterday, was the nicest day of the so far. It was in the 50s, but it did not rain. Today is 60% chance of rain. Um, and then Sunday, it's a, you know, a lesser chance of rain. So we'll see. Hopefully they get it all in and don't have to go to Monday. Ronnie, I got a question for you because typically, you know, this tournament's always Super Bowl weekend, and they start earlier on Sunday than they normally would because of the Super Bowl. Might they have to push this thing? I, I can't imagine they want to play golf while the Super Bowl is going on. Right. Has there been anything said about that? No, nothing's been said about that, TK. But I would tell you that they're going to do whatever they're going to do, right, to get to finish the thing, and they would much rather the, the Super Bowl starts four thirty. Uh, Phoenix time, Scottsdale time. So they don't want to obviously be playing golf past 4.30, but they may have to. They would rather do that than have to come back and play on Monday. So they'll do whatever right. they got to do to make sure they get it in before the sun sets at about 6.15. About 6, about 6 6.15 is the latest they could play golf. All right, Ronnie, hot off the presses. I just went to the kiosk here at the Sportsbook at LaBears. I put 20 bucks down that Isaiah Pacheco would score the first touchdown in the game. If he does, I pick up 135. There you go. I mean, yeah, I, I like that. I mean, it, you know, in my mind, he's probably uh, one of the top three players to score for the Chiefs. So, you know, you get a little value there. I like it. I like the TK. What about the National Anthem? Has anybody heard anything on that? Are they yeah, doing so that it's uh, over under a minute and 30 and a half seconds. Uh, Reba McIntyre sang the, the national anthem at a baseball game. I think it was six years ago. Uh, she sang it in a minute and 24 seconds. Uh, so this is the lowest line ever set for a Super Bowl uh, national anthem. But uh, So there's some real value there. She holds only just a couple notes, though. That thing really could go over a minute and 30 am, seconds. Am I correct that there's a limit on how much you can bet on that yeah. particular wager? Because so, yeah. here'd be yeah, the deal. Correct. I mean, if Reba and I were buddies, okay, I go, hey, Reba, look, make this thing go more than 130. I'm going to go put two mil on it, and I'll give you a mil. Right. And, and look, there's a lot of people that have inside scoop on that. I mean, I know some people that have won that thing every single year because they have connections to – in that world to figure, in the music world and whatnot, to, to know. Um, and that's why they do it. it it's not the, the best-kept secret. Those that really want to find out can find out if Reba is going to be over or under. Because she's going to rehearse it. So, Well, of course, yeah. Right. And that she's already done so, and people have or heard her do it. If and... it's pre-recorded, somebody knows the length of the recording. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, so, by the way, Ryan, by, the uh, way fellas, by, by the way, fellas, the, the 
Phoenix Open part that I'm at. And I just thought about this, and I might have to readjust my uh, my travel in the future. I was at the Friday Masters last year in Augusta when the tree fell. The weather was so yes. bad, they literally had trees falling, okay, on 10 T. Then I come to the Phoenix Open, a place where normally it's 80 degrees, 75, 80 degrees, the sun's shining, 700,000 people roughly through the gates uh, from Wednesday to Sunday. And it's record cold, record rain. Um, so I, I don't know. In less than a year, I've been at two places that have had horrible weather and horrible incidents that have happened uh, that have never happened before. Well, Ronnie, like I said on Sports Shorts Daily, you're trading all that for perfect weather for the Rougarou this summer. <laughs> this is true, Tommy. I would, I would give anything for that. <laughs> I would give anything for that. That's true. Well, it might be your fault then, though, that the bad weather's coming through. We might have to blame Ronnie Rance on that one. Uh, but, you know, it's still lots of uh, opportunity for golf to be played this weekend, like you said. Are you going back out there today? Round, what time does round three uh, start oh, today? Already, yeah, it already, it's already underway. Um, I'll, I'll be actually I'm, – I'm about a mile and a half from the course. Um, my brother and I and some friends, uh, we'll be heading out there in about an hour. All right, Ronnie, what are your thoughts on the Super Bowl? Everybody in the world's got a thought, a pick, a prop bet, a, a total, or a parlay, or a teaser. What's one of your, one or two of your strongest thoughts about the Super Bowl? Well, I, I haven't moved from the standpoint of I'm pulling for the Chiefs, and I like the Chiefs. Um, and, 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 and really, it comes down to, uh, you know, unlike in, you know, maybe a Super Bowl in the past where Mahomes had a banged up ankle or something, he's healthy. He and Kelsey are, you know, just on a page that's never been seen before. Um, and I just have a hard time taking Purdy over over Mahomes. And now I understand it's a team sport and you know, when you're 11 people on the field and all that stuff and you're only talking about one, and it's not truly Mahomes versus Purdy and all that. But, um, it's Purdy's first Super Bowl. It's his second year in the league. Uh, it, you know, obviously Mahomes is going for back-to-back. What he's done in the last, you know, half of the season has been incredible. I mean, halfway through the year, you know, there was no way I thought the Chiefs would be in the Super Bowl. And for them to be here is just a testament to the greatness of Andy Reid and, and that organization and Mahomes and Kelsey and all those guys. Um, that said, uh, uh I'm in the land of Brock Purdy. He's from Arizona. He's from Phoenix. He went to high school here. Everybody over here is pulling for him. Everybody over here is talking about him. There's tons of 49er fans that I've been around, you know, this week. And so there's a lot of confidence and a lot of optimism around Brock Purdy, uh, his story, and people pulling for him. Um, I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I haven't changed, but I definitely uh, – uh, there's a lot of people that don't believe that the bright light's going to be too bright for him. But I, I, I don't know that they'll be too bright, but I don't know that uh, I, I would just – I just think if anybody's going to make plays, if anybody's going to have a big game, if anybody's going to come from behind, if anybody's going to have a, a bad half and be able to shake it off and, and come back with a big second half, it's Patrick Mahomes, and, and he's going for legacy. If he, if he wins today, it's back-to-back for the first time in 20 years. Patriots did it, so – I, I like the Chiefs, and that's where I'm going to put my money today. Well, a couple of things. The Chiefs' defense went against Lamar Jackson on the road two weeks ago and held yeah. them to 10 points. Lamar Jackson is better than Purdy. I don't care what you say. And he just got named league MVP for the second time. 
Another thing that I think could be a factor, especially if the game's tight like people think, the place kicker for the 49ers is a rookie who has missed one field goal in each of the last three or four games. The kicker for the Chiefs, Butker, he's one of the more solid kickers in the NFL. So that could be a factor, too. I'm all about the Chiefs. The minute this matchup became official when those two teams won a couple of weeks ago, I said, I'm all about the Chiefs, and I yeah. haven't wavered. Hunter? No, I'm the exact same way. I mean, you and I talked about it before we came on air. I mean, there's there's a lot of reasons why this game will probably be close, will probably be competitive. I don't see either team blowing out the other one. Uh, no matter who ends up being the one that lifts up the Lombardi Trophy. But for the Chiefs in particular, I, I think their defense is too good. I think they'll be able to contain the talent uh, for the 49ers. And the 49ers, even though they've been such a great team all year, the last two games they've played against the Packers and against the Lions, they have not played very well. I mean, they, they scraped they scraped by for a win against Green Bay at home and then had to have everything go perfect for them in the second half of that game against the Lions to come back down 17 and uh, did so. I mean, you know, props to Purdy and his legs. He was able to really open up things and put the ball where it needed to be and whatnot against the Lions, but that's not something that you could do twice, and especially I think against a a defense like the Chiefs. Uh, So I think if if the Chiefs start off with a lead, it's going to be very difficult for uh, the 49ers to find enough momentum and, uh, and enough capability to come back uh, against their stouted team. So I, I'm going to roll with the Chiefs in this one as well. I'd honestly rather see the 49ers win. I think Brock Purdy's story, story is great. I think he's a fantastic kid. Uh, but I'm not I'm – not, I'm putting my money on the Chiefs. There's no way I'm not taking Patrick Mahomes as an underdog again. He's 10-3 and three all uh, straight up in underdog situations in his career. So uh, history shows that when his back's against the wall, he performs at his best. I just can't – I mean, I can't put for, – for the – I believe in the Chiefs, but here's also, Tommy, that I think it's probably a subconscious thing of mine. I can't pull for the 49ers. Man, I grew up in the NFC West days. <laughs> they were their Saints rival, right? I mean, the <laughs> yeah. 80s and 90s when the Saints were great, they always kept us out of winning a division, and, you know, we always had to get you know beat up by Bill Walsh and that crew. I, I, I still am scarred by that from my childhood. So I, I – uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm NFC West, tr- true and blue, and, and I can't ever pull for the 49ers. Yeah, well, that's a good point. And, I like, you know, as you know, I grew up in New Orleans. I was a little kid when the Saints were born. So, you're right, that old NFC West, uh, that was that was uh, always the 49ers were thorn in the side more times than not against the Saints. Uh, Ronnie, LSU baseball opens next weekend. And the excitement is building each and every day. They're going to scrimmage today at 1, tomorrow at 1. That's open to the public. A lot of excitement building for LSU baseball. You know, it's funny. Yesterday, last night, I went and saw Duran Duran in concert. Uh, They played the Bird's Nest, which is the big giant concert venue at TPC across the street from the uh, number one tee box. And they have concerts every night and everything. And uh, they had Bailey Zimmerman and Hardy on Wednesday night, Country Acts. And they had somebody every night. But Duran Duran, one of my favorite groups, performed last night. And they were freaking amazing. And when I was walking into the venue, I had on an LSU pullover. And uh, uh, I had a a group of people next to me. And a lady says, uh, uh, you you know, what do you think LSU baseball? I'm like, oh, you know, she says, we love LSU baseball. We live in Omaha. <laughs> and she said, my friend, she said, my friends own the bar that do the shot challenge, and they love LSU okay. baseball. Oh. 
<laughs> I imagine they, they do. do. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They made tons of money, you know, thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars all of LSU baseball and their fans last uh, last summer. Uh, but, um, no, Tommy, I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to see what some of these new faces and new pieces are going to look like. Uh, we've heard so much about the depth of this LSU baseball team, uh, particularly on the mound. Uh, I, I, but, but there's still so many new faces. got a lot of great returners, but a lot of new faces. So I'm excited for next weekend. Well, one last thing before we let you go, Ronnie. i got to ask you, LSU basketball plays uh, today. Obviously, uh, you and I did not have a great experience last weekend uh, when the Tigers played as we uh, – we uh, bet the opposite side of the coin. They did uh, did not cover against ten, number six Tennessee in the midweek game. Tennessee ended up winning that game by twenty points. Then to, now today, back in Baton Rouge, uh, taking on the Alabama Crimson Tide in about forty five minutes. Uh, Tide are favored by seven and a half points. Uh, what's your thoughts on that game? Take the Tide. Roll. Tide. <laughs> I already did. <laughs> we took the Tide about ten minutes ago. No question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and, and T, TK and I's thought process as we were talking for the show was not only is Alabama such a better team than LSU, uh, there's going to be nobody at the PMAC today, not not just because LSU basketball has been struggling, but also yeah, because yeah, of the Spanish yeah. down, at Spanish, Spanish town, town parade starts which, at 10 or just at started noon, ro- oh, okay, at noon. And, and we got a lot of people getting ready to roll with Spanish Town listening to Sports Shorts Radio, so that's cool. Ron, enjoy the rest of your uh, fun trip out there in Phoenix. We'll have Sports Shorts Daily Monday morning at 9.30, recapping the Super Bowl and everything else. Ron, have a great trip. Appreciate it, and look for Rue today. I have a Baton Rouge mascot. He'll be walking around Spanish Town downtown uh, on 3rd Street. I know Parish Carolina's playing down there after the show, after the uh, after a parade, but look for Rue, take a picture with him, and make sure you tag us on uh, social media. I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks, fellas. Have a good one, Ron. Sounds good. Let's move to a break. We are live and in color from the sports book at the LaBear's Casino and Hotel in Baton Rouge, soon to be the ESPN Bet Sports Book. Ronnie and I got inside information on that a couple weeks ago. Don't forget the Edge Lounge, and this is a great place to watch the Super Bowl. You can make all your bets. You can do live bets. You name it. It's happening here at the Sportsbook at LaBear's in Baton Rouge. Back with more of Sports Shorts Radio with Hunter McCann. I'm Tommy Chrysan. We'll continue on Sports Shorts Radio, 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Sports Shorts Radio with Ronnie Rance, Joel Davis, and Hunter McCann on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Back over here at the Laverge Casino and Hotel. We're in the sports book right now. Again, you're rolling for the big game tomorrow against the Chiefs and the 49ers. Of course, Super Bowl 58. But don't forget our friends at Gage. It's never too early to prepare your home or business for hurricane season. So stay powered on with a common standby generator from Gage. Generators are in stock and be installed in just a few weeks. Gage has been in business since 1980. They are the number one Cummins dealer in the Gulf South. So you can contact them at 225-753-4243 or visit them online at gauge.cloud. Hey, coming up in about 10 minutes, Joel Davis will join Sports Shorts Radio from Wooden Haven Furniture on Government Street. Looking forward to Joel. That's always a great segment because you never know where it's going to go. And then right now, 
As we speak, Patrick Mahomes is trying to get clearance from Andy Reid to join us at 1045 Louisiana time. So we could very well have Patrick Mahomes, who's been on this show several times, but not lately. We're try- he's trying to get an- permission from Andy Reid to come on with us at 1045 our time this morning. Hunter, Super Bowl Eve, as we said, we got some folks at the kiosk. The sportsbook window is open. Some guys and girls placing some bets there. So many different things that can be bet on. It's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. The list of – well, I went to the kiosk to look to make my bet on Pacheco to score the first touchdown. 900 prop bets are on the kiosk. 900 <laughs> different things you can bet with tomorrow's games. Before I get to Hunter, the podcast, Talking Sports with TK. Got two podcasts we loaded up yesterday. Talking Sports with TK, wherever you get your podcast. Got Anthony Gallo and I's picks. Anthony's hitting 75% of his picks in the playoffs. Trey Blossman's hitting 75% of his picks in the playoffs, all against the spread. Trey's 18-6 and six in the NFL playoffs. That's pretty sporty. So go to Talking Sports with TK. You can, you can scroll, listen to one or both podcasts. They're not real long. They're roughly 10 minutes each. You can listen to them. Get all of our thoughts and bets before you make your bets. And Hunter, I don't know if you got time to place any more bets. You got like seven hundred already down. <laughs> well, there's nine hundred available, right? So I still got some more, uh, some more action to lay. No, but uh, we do have a lot of different bets that we, uh, we, we have both made. Me in particular, I'd love to go through some of them and talk with you. Go ahead. I mean, people whatnot. out there want to yeah. know. They want to win money. <laughs> it's all about winning money. It's all about winning money this weekend at the sports book at Laverge Casino and Hotel. Uh, so we have obviously talked about last segment. I do have money on the Chiefs. Chiefs money line. Uh, I think the Chiefs will be uh, the the first team to win back to back Super Bowls since Brady did it in 0304 with the Patriots. Uh, that was 20 years ago. Uh, so I got the Chiefs money line. Chiefs plus two and a half. And you got the same thing, correct? Correct. I got two. I got plus, Chiefs plus two and Chiefs money line among my wagers. I also have the under of 47 and a half points. I have that. Uh, I, I did go ahead and pick the final score for this game. I believe the Chiefs will win this one, 24 to 21. Uh, if you did go put money on that and, you, and you're a big gambler and put $100 on it, you'd win $9,500. Wow. So, so if, if, that, if that were to hit, right, $9,500. Um, I built the same game parlay for this, uh, for this game. I got Pacheco over 67.5 rushing yards paired with McCaffrey over 4.5 receptions. Kelsey over six and a half receptions, and I have the under on Debo Samuel's uh, rushing total of 16 and a half yards. He's been struggling lately uh, to be able to break off some big runs. He's also been a little banged up, so I'm not sure how much they want to put him uh, rushing the ball in this game. But if he does, the Chiefs' rushing defense has been so good containing outside jet sweeps all year. I think if they try to run the ball with him on the outside, they're going to they're gonna be able to stop it. So you pair all that together, I got plus 701 odds. I mean, you put 100 bucks, you'd be – Paying out 801, 701 profit. Uh, so moving along, I, I also picked three touchdowns, anytime touchdown scores for this game. Got McCaffrey, Kelsey, and Kittle. So on that, all three have to get a touchdown? No, I have them play, play separate. I have any time for them. But those so are any time touchdown from, from each of each those of the, three, which means you could win zero, one, two, or three. Correct. Points. I have them play separately. Yeah. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, I have Mahomes as MP, uh, Super Bowl MVP. Play some money on that. 
Um, I think that's a good selection. Again, it's, a, it's all gambling. It's all gambling. It's right? good, I, I think, but I think if you know the Chiefs, Chiefs do win, win the, Super Bowl, the odds are he'll be the Super Bowl because yeah. he'll be the reason that they it, win. In all likelihood, and like all likelihood, the only the only way it's not is if Pacheco has a crazy day, goes for three touchdowns, goes for two hundred on the ground, right? He could win, or if one of the you know if Kelsey or Rice or something like that, um, the reason they score those touchdowns well, is, is yak yards. You know, you go they go turn a five yard pass into a seventy five yard touchdown, then and you give that props to. Receiver. And if the game is close, who wins the MVP could change in the last two, three minutes of the sure game. Sure can, always like, can. Like, you know, if all of a sudden Purdy drives them back and let's just get goofy here, you know, they're down 13 and he gets them two touchdowns in the last four minutes, even though he might have threw four interceptions earlier, he'll end up being the MVP for what he did in the last four minutes. I'm just pulling hypothetical numbers out of the air here. But, you know, but I mean, if one team's way up, which I don't think will happen, that's another bet. Yes, that's but, another uh, one we'll get to. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, no. So I mean, it's a uh, hey, it's the Super Bowl, and more money is bet on this game. They're saying like thirty-two billion. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Going to be bet even, on this. Even game. people that are not gamblers uh, sometimes like to play some money. But we'll have Derry Beck with on in the second hour, who's uh, does not gamble very often, and we'll talk with him to see if he's going to place any money. Well, well, we got a text from one of our listeners that uh, did anybody check with Kayshawn Boutte about any of these bets? <laughs> these are all the answer these are, is no. These are all booty improved. He's got uh, other problems to worry about. <laughs> so continuing down the list, you picked Isaiah Pacheco to score the first touchdown of Super Bowl Fifty Eight. I actually took somebody on the same team, but I took a uh, Taylor Swift's boyfriend. I don't know if you ever heard of him, Travis Kelsey. Um, that's who's who I Taylor to go Swift. With. <laughs> That's that's the well, better you know of the two, I, right? You know, you know, Hunter, when I was younger, when you used to go to the LSU football games, yeah, you know, back before smartphones and all that, they had ushers would show you where your seat was, especially if you weren't familiar with Tiger Stadium, the section of seat. Yeah. That guy's heard singing at halftime. Yeah, the one that was at Tiger Stadium. Yeah, you're showing the people their seats. Isn't that the halftime yeah, entertainment? Same guy, same guy. Yeah, same guy. Yeah. That's what I thought. Uh, so, yeah, I have Kelsey to score first touchdown. That's plus 750. What was up, Checo? Plus 575. 575. So, n- not too much difference on odds there. Now, But if they get inside the 10, the odds on both of them go up significantly yeah. because if he throws it, he's going to look for Kelsey. And if they think that they got Kelsey double-teamed but Checo, who runs angry, you know, it was liable to Runs like he hates the ground. one in, yeah. Uh, and then I just placed this bet talking with you, right? Uh, we're looking at uh, your podcast picks. You you and Anthony, uh, putting in, uh, Trey Flowers, putting together some good picks. The one that I agreed on the most out of all y'all picked, under 14.5 points being the largest lead of the game for either team. Nobody will go up by 15 or more points. I love that bet. I agree. I think this is going to be a Ronnie very close liked game. that on Sports Shorts Daily yesterday. And again, check out the podcast, Talking Sports with TK. It's on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast. Podbean just picked us up yeah. today. So check out Talking Sports with TK. You can win some money. So I got two last picks for you. Those were okay. all the picks I had right there. And yeah, because Joel Davis is pacing the floor yeah, right now. I got two little novelty bets for you, okay? Uh, these are the ones we really like to call the degenerative bets, right? Uh Hey, how many times, though, in sports do you actually get to bet on a 50-50 coin flip, right? That's something that is true 50-50. So you actually get to bet on the coin flip in the Super Bowl, right? I'm going with heads, okay? No rhyme or reason other than the fact that 
30 times uh, during the 57 years that they've been a Super Bowl, it's been tails. 27 times it's been heads. So heads has got to make a comeback at some point. I think it's going to be tomorrow, 5.30 kickoff. I think the coin toss will be heads. So just know if it isn't, I'll be on my couch crying. Lastly, uh, I did pick the Gatorade bath color. Last year it was purple uh, when the Chiefs beat the Eagles. That is the betting favorite this year. I went with yellow. Uh, yellow, green, lime. Those are all paired together in all the sports books. Uh, so that's plus uh 375 uh, that it'll be yellow Gatorade bath on the winning coach. So those are the, those are all the picks I rolled with this weekend. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know what else you've done the last week other than place bets. All right, it's time to get to a break because Joel Davis is waiting. We're going to have Patrick Mahomes in about 15 minutes and Terry Beckwith an hour or two because we always like his football insight, the national championship linebacker from LSU. Break time at the Sportsbook at LaBear's Casino and Hotel in Baton Rouge. And don't forget about Court Street Cafe in Port Allen where it's steak night tonight. Beautiful steak with the baked potato and all the trimmings. And then tomorrow, their famous Sunday brunch, 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Court Street in Port Allen. Connect with them on Facebook and Instagram. You'll know all about the lunch specials, the dinner specials, the drink specials, all that good stuff. Court Street Cafe in Port Allen. We're back after this pause. 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus now back to Sports Shorts Radio with Ronnie Rantz, Joel Davis, and Hunter McCann on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. We continue with Sports Shorts Radio live and in color from the sportsbook at the LaBear's Casino and Hotel in Baton Rouge where the kiosks are full, the betting window, got a person up there making some bets, they got the table games, the edge lounge, and the best place to watch the Super Bowl tomorrow as we're here on Super Bowl Eve. Joel Davis must have a customer at Wooden Haven Furniture on Government Street. He's going to join us in about 15 minutes, but we will bump Joel for Patrick Mahomes. No question about that. Hunter, a couple other things in the world of sports, kind of notable, especially college football. We all saw with the SEC and Big Ten, you know, did a news dump at Friday evening a week ago yesterday. And then now a couple of things. The, the guy who was going to be the offensive coordinator at Bama, who wasn't officially announced yet, was going to follow DeBoer from Washington, mm-hmm. is now uh, you know, not going to take the Bama job. And then Chip Kelly, for six years, has been the head coach at UCLA. He's going to be the Ohio State offensive coordinator because the guy they named, Bill O'Brien, took the Boston College job. So the college football coaching carousel 
with, has been full speed ahead the last bunch of days. And LSU's finally putting some pieces together on their staff. The Saints hired a – lost Ronald Curry and, and D.J. Williams, Doug Williams' son, and they've hired another guy. Man, these coaching jobs. They, man, I hope they didn't sign long leases on their apartments. Uh, no, I, I, I promise you in this business, it, it is just business. It happens all the time all around the country, right? But, uh, I mean, it's pretty – I mean, I get why Ryan Grubb did it and, and, and left um, – Alabama. Go work for the Seahawks. Go work for the Seahawks. Yeah, you right. Know, with NIL and that, that's the thing. Port. You don't have to worry about all the college uh, craziness that's happening right now with NIL and transfer portal and all that. That creates a pretty big headache for coaching staffs, right? And even though Alabama is is a great university in the SEC, right, uh, it has great opportunities. You can't pass up the opportunity to jump to the next level. He did a great job at Washington, and obviously the, uh, the Seahawks see that and want them a part of his uh, their staff. So cannot pass up that opportunity. So 100% understand that. But as an LSU fan, I mean, crap, I, I'm really loving the, the fire that keeps burning in, in Tuscaloosa. I mean, it, it has been difficult if you're an Alabama well, it, fan the past two months or so. It's going to be quickly caught by the fire burning at UCLA now that they go into the Big Ten. Yep. That's going to be a long haul. I got a major prediction for you. Major, the biggest prediction you've heard all week on Super Bowl week. I got it. I already gave the correct score. What's more, well, important I got than that? the correct score. Oh, okay. Come on. I'm going Chiefs 27, 49ers 17. That's still the under. I'll still take 27, 17. Chiefs, write that down. All right. Here's my major prediction for you. Hit me. Within five years, okay, five year window from today, February 10th. All right. The Big Ten and the SEC. Are going to form, we'll just call it a super conference, okay? I don't know if there'll be 32, 48, 42, I don't know how many teams. And then they're going to be a professional league. There's going to be a pay scale similar to the NFL with freshmen get this, sophomores get this, maybe even certain positions get more than other positions. And it's going to be mandated that that's the numbers these kids get. In five years, they're going to get a huge TV deal from either Amazon Prime or YouTube TV. Somebody's going to step up, and it's going to change what we now know of college football. It's still going to be called college football. They're going to have to do this because I firmly believe coaches are they, they can't handle they don't want to handle this NIL transfer portal deal because the NCAA which stands NCAA stands for no clue at all didn't get in front of this stuff and I think that you're going to see a major change with a structure almost like a mini NFL ideally if they could get 32 teams and have you know eight four team divisions have a east and a west or a red and a blue conference whatever you want to call it and they you know, name it the you know what after famous coaches whatever and then uh, they'll have their own playoffs the whole bit and then the what we now know is the group of five or the remaining teams that don't join this huge alliance They'll play for a national championship as well. I really, really, and I've been doing this for 35 years. I really believe that's going to happen. I know I'm blindsiding you with that, Hunter McCann, but some of your original, your quick thoughts to my reaction. Well, let me ask this. So you are you saying that they, they break away from the NCAA or this is something the NCAA does? Okay. No, no, no. The NCAA is, is worthless. Okay. Well, that's, that's they have obvious. no teeth. They have, I mean, they, 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 they should implode. And then this new alliance, we'll call it an alliance, will have its own commissioner, its own board of directors, which might be the AD at each of these schools. And I'm not so sure 
that the current SEC people and Big Ten people like a Rutgers, a Maryland, and a Vanderbilt would be in on the plans going forward. Because you're going to have to have X amount of money in your budget and commit to a budget, commit to paying people. They'll end up being employees of that alliance. I'm telling you, I think five years you're going you're gonna to know whether I'm right or wrong, even if it doesn't happen in five years. Well, I definitely think that, and, and this is pretty evident across the country, and, and no matter who you ask would say this, I agree NCAA is worthless. Uh, NCAA does nothing good to protect the student-athlete or to pr- produce a better atmosphere for the student-athlete or the fan or anything. They, they, they are stuck in their old ways and, uh, and, don't, and they just assume everything will work out no matter what they do and the decisions that they make. Something does need to change. Uh, do I think that if they, these schools are capable of putting this together and doing something like that? Absolutely. They have the money to do so and the money to be able to fund something like this with uh, the amount that they make just from football in a year and things like that. It would be a costly maneuver to, to formulate something like that, but you're talking about a lot of universities putting together money to, uh, to, to create something that they believe is better for college football. Uh, I just think that there, there's an opportunity here to make the game better, and somebody's going to have to do it, whether that's the NCAA figures out their own crap and, and finally comes to the fact that what you're doing is not producing the best, not even content, but the best atmosphere for everybody involved in the situation. Uh, but maybe your solution is the one that ends up happening. I do think in the next five years something will change to benefit because, because everybody's tired of all the BS uh, that is surrounded with the NCAA. And I think the commissioner of that league will be Greg Sankey. He's the most powerful man in college football as mm-hmm. we speak today. Yep. And someone else will run the SEC, be it Herb Vincent or some, you know, or someone else who's been at that office for a long time and worked under Sankey. Somebody else will take over the SEC, then Sankey will take over this alliance of college football. And I'm saying within five years, I'm saying within five years, you know, four years from now they might announce that it's going to happen in 2032. But I'm telling you, you, if something has to change, it has to change. Because, Hunter, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. What is suffering right now is the passion level of college football fans around this country. I mean, are people still going to go to Tiger Stadium? Yes. Are you still going to watch the Tigers home and away on the TV here at the sports book or at your house? Yes. But that passion of traveling to road games and maybe tailgating all day, that passion, not just at LSU, but nationwide among your big-time schools, that passion has already begun to diminish because of NIL and transfer portal, and it will continue to diminish unless there's a reason to see the light at the end of the tunnel that things are going to change and get better. Am I on my soapbox or what? Do I need to be quiet or no, what? No, but you're not. I, I don't think I'm totally out of line. No, I, that, that's the thing. I don't think you're wrong. I think there's a lot of people around here and around the country that – would agree that something needs to change. Now, the idea you propose, could it work? Sure. Is it the one that will probably happen? I'd say no. I'd say something will happen to change it, and I think the, either the NCAA will find itself in a hole where they, where they are forced to make a change or pay with the consequences where, the, where these teams do something like this and break away. And here's the thing. In the 90s, UCLA basketball player Ed O'Bannon sued the NCAA over a video game, and it was basically an NIL thing. I mean, it wasn't called that when O'Bannon filed well, That's the what suit. it is. Now. But that's what it is. And then that suit was settled, what, 10, 12 years ago? I forget the exact date. But when that suit got filed, the NCAA should have had enough fortitude to say, okay, we got to prepare for what's going to happen if we lose this suit. They didn't think they were going to lose it. 
They didn't, they, but they didn't prepare for what would happen if they don't win it, and that has caused that will be the demise of the NCAA as we know it. Just like Don King ruined professional boxing forty <laughs> years ago. I mean, it, it happens. Okay, that's going to be the demise, and I'm not blaming Ed O'Bannon. I'm blaming the NCAA for not being prepared to react either way on the Ed O'Bannon lawsuit. Uh, I'll leave you with this, though. No yeah, matter, then we're going to go to break. No matter what, I'm getting. I got my throat dry for talking so much. <laughs> no matter what does happen in this situation, I need a whiskey. Cal- Can I get a whiskey? <laughs> Can I get a bourbon? <laughs> no matter what does happen with the NCAA in general, though, um, we, we both agree something needs to change. Uh, but they at least at the at the bare minimum are going to have to make stipulations and put a real leash on NIL and Transfer Portal. Every year well, they, so they, far... They can control the portal. I don't know that they can control NIL because you can't unscramble the egg. Well, you're going to have to find a way to do... do and I agree with you. That's not or, a task. Well, to go what you're saying, Hunter, you got to say, all right, every deal that's... You know, 17 NCAA players made more money this year than Brock Purdy, okay? But so I'm just saying, so you got to say, okay... Any deal that's in place is still good, but effective in 2028, here's the structure. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Build, build a structure. There needs and to be grandfather the current stuff in because there's contracts galore out there. Yes. So, but the, the game is changing so quickly because of the fact that there's money now involved, right? Not even with the, the transfer portal. Let's just talk about NIL. With money being involved in anything, it changes the game. Um, well, it's all about the money, it, always. For anything, right? 100% of the time, it's about the money. And in college football, now that there's real money involved for players, legal money involved now for players, uh, it, it causes a lot of sway. It causes a lot of people to go to make decisions they wouldn't have made five, ten years ago. You have to be able to put everybody on a, on a even playing field and give multiple universities the same chances uh, to give athletes and, the benefits and the and the sway to come play for your team. And they got to get somebody smarter than me to figure out where I'm trying to go with my That for sure needs to happen. Yeah, that's a, that's a sure bet right there. All right, we're going to take a break. You can get your bets in at the Sportsbook. Great place to watch the Super Bowl. Don't forget the Edge Lounge tonight, the Super Bowl Eve. They'll have plenty of activity going on. I'm coming to a concert here, end of April, Blackberry Smoke. Oh, yeah, yeah, right I, think, I remember you telling Metal me that. Bears. And the kiosks are full right now. 900 different bets you can make at the kiosk on the Super Bowl. Let's take a break. We'll see if we can get Patrick Mahomes. We'll see if we can get Joel Davis with Hunter McCann. I'm Tommy Christ saying Sports Shorts Radio. We're here until 12 noon, 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Joel Davis and Hunter McCann on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. We continue with Sports Shorts Radio. Hunter McCann, Tommy Chrysan with you. It's now our pleasure. It is time to be joined by the one and only Joel Davis. Joel, good morning. How are you? Joel? Okay, I thought we were going to be joined by... Hey, boy. Hey! How how are you, sir? Take the mute button off. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, dude, I like. I'm sitting there going, "Hey guys, how's it going?" And I look down, I got the mute button on. That's weird. Yeah, well, you know, come on, you got three minutes. You got to get slick. Uh, no, my wife says I have a beak, so it must have hit it. Ah, oh, okay, yeah, I got it. Yeah. But anyway, what so? What are you thinking on Super Bowl Eve, Joe? I'm kind of excited about this game. I'm, you know, I mean, it's two good teams, right? 
yeah. you know, I uh, you know, you got some good uh, good uh, coaches on the sideline. I'm excited about what Kyle Shanahan's got in store for the Kansas City Chiefs defense. I'm excited about what Steve Spagnuolo is going to do defensively to try to shut down that Kyle Shanahan offense. I'm interested to see how Brock Purdy does. You know, a uh, Mr. Irrelevant in his second year in the NFL in the Super Bowl. I'm interested to see how he plays. It, I will say this, dude. Uh, I think Brock Purdy's going to play well. I really do. I, I think he's going to play well. And uh, we saw what uh, we saw what Patrick Mahomes was in his first ever Super Bowl, as tight as I've ever seen a quarterback play. I don't know if y'all remember it, but he was tight, tight, tight for three quarters, and kind of got kind of got going in the fourth quarter. Uh, ended up losing that Super Bowl, but but at the end of the day. I wonder if Brock Purdy is going to come out and play as tight as Patrick Mahomes did in his first Super Bowl. I don't think he will. Uh, I think the dude's got ice running through his veins. Um, so we'll see. I think he has a lot of experience, Brock Purdy, even only in year two. Like it feels like in this, po- he, you know, he's been to the NFC Championship last year, made it to the Super Bowl this year. He's played, he played in some three big games. In the NFC Championship last well, year. He made it to the NFC Championship. I know he didn't get gotcha. the. Fit yeah, but you know what I mean. You still lead your right, team. Right, right. He's got he's got good experience. Uh, I think it'll be a, a, a difficult task to be able to carve up this Kansas City Chiefs defense. They've been very stout all year, especially the secondary. Uh, I I think it'll be a very good game. Uh, TK, I, I'm curious. I know you're not a betting guy, but I am going to ask you a betting question here, Joel. Uh, T, TK and I really love tomorrow. The under on a 14 and a half point lead for either team. That no team will go, exceed 14 and a half points leading in this game, and I think that that's pretty fair considering the fact I don't think it's going to be a blowout either way, or, one way or the other. Are you asking me or TK? I'm asking you. TK and I have already put money on this. Oh, all right, 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 right. Okay, so I, 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 I this is why I don't bet, bro. Because who would have thought for a single second? that San Francisco would be down by, what, 20 last last week in an NFC Championship game uh, at home um, to Detroit, okay, and Jerry Goff. Okay, so that's why I don't bet, bro, because you're – can I say pissing? Because you're pissing your money away. That's what you're doing. That's why I don't bet. I work too damn hard. Let me just tell you a quick story, Hunter McCann. Tell so me. I'm driving down College Drive uh, yesterday, going to do a delivery. And all of a sudden, East Baton Rouge Parish decides they need to get some income going, right? They need to, they need to make some money. People must not be paying their taxes uh, because they got a seed trap on College Drive. Uh, and I got a ticket for an expired inspection sticker. It had been expired for two months. Hadn't had a chance to go get it done, right? Uh, so I'm getting trapped. This is a trap, dude. That's all it is. This is the betting is nothing but a trap, dude. It's a way to make your Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Make money off of you. Same thing with that speed trap yesterday. All it was was a way for the city to make up some missing funds, uh, some, some funds that they spent in some certain areas that they didn't have the budget for, right? So they have to go 
go to the public and get their money. So that's the same thing the casinos do. They get your money, Hunter. They get TK's money, Hunter. They're going to win. They're going to beat you every single time. And I wouldn't put money on this game. If I, I've worked too hard, Hunter. You, you're going to be working for, you're working for free today. You're not even getting paid because you're going to lose money tomorrow. So everything you do today, you basically did it for free today at work. So I don't like working for free, bro. Uh, so I, that's why I don't bet, dude. I think it's kind of silly. You're going to win a few. You're going to win a few, and that's what gets you. You're going to get got, and then you're going to put money on the next one because you got you get you had you won one. Don't don't. I don't want to hear anybody. Oh, I'm up, dude. The only people that are up are people that count cards, right? The people that can go to a casino <laughs> and are professional card counters. Those are the only people that are up that are up on the yeah. casino, right? I'd say, I'd say the wonderful people at LaBerge Sportsbook right now would disagree with you. They, they, they're all looking around right now like uh, they're going to be winning some big money in the next 24 yes. hours. Yes, they are. <laughs> 100%. And, and look, they're in business to make money. There's no shame in that. That's what we all are in business for. We're all in business to make money. And uh, the, look, you're going to win a few. That's what makes it fun. But at the end of the day, the casino is going to put another pool in before any before you know it. <laughs> All right, so let's get back to the game, so Joel. So, <laughs> one of the two would uh, sounds like a good time here at La Birch. Uh, but let, let, let's get back to the game real quick. In particular, so keys to the game: if, if either team is going to be lifting up the Lombardi Trophy, what are they going to have to do to take advantage of the opponent? Uh, I think it's going to come down to just making plays, dude. Honestly, I think both of these coaching staffs are going to have great game plans. Um, they've had two weeks to prepare for each team. This isn't the first time they've met in the Super Bowl, so Andy Reid knows Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan knows Andy Reid. Andy Reid got the he got the best of him last time. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's not your quarterback. Uh, McCaffrey was not on this team, you know, a few years ago. Uh, McCaffrey's going to be the difference, dude. Brock Purdy's going to play well. Mahomes is going to play well. Travis Kelsey is going to probably play well. Uh, McCaffrey is going to play well, but will he be elite, right? Will he get the big runs? Will he get the big plays? Dude, it's going to be who makes plays, right? And that means defensively and offensively. You know, we keep saying making plays, you know, and you think offense. No, dude. When I say making plays, that means you making plays on defense, too, bro, whether it's a pick, whether it's an, it's an tackle you know, at the line of scrimmage that if you didn't make that tackle, the dude's going for 40, right? You forget about those little bitty tiny details. You know, if a, if a linebacker or a safety doesn't fill a hole or gets beat on a, on a, on a, on a, on a, you know, a jab step, right? So at jab step. step, those things, right, right, right. Those things, <laughs> those things come up as big plays, dude. And yeah. it's going to be who's going to make the most amount of plays. Both the coaches are going to have game plans. Both the co- coaches are going to be able to make adjustments during the game. Uh, they're going to go through their play sheets. They, they know what the other team wants to do, who's going to outfool who, and then who's going to make plays. And how in I the hell the, are you going to put money on that? The burning question. I Joel. do it all the time, buddy. The burning question. Where is Joel Davis going to watch the game at? Man room, dude. Man room. I'm, okay. to I'm doing. I'm staying home. I, I'm going to stay home and watch the game. I'm going to ball some shrimp about three thirty. Have a little nice. shrimp going on, and then I'm going to get ready. But I'm going to pour me some bourbon, and I'm going to get ready for the kickoff at five thirty. What, what 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 bourbon we sliding out? I might go Angels Envy. Okay. All or right. Could, could, could go 
could go heaven's door. Okay. Uh, I'm, I got to make that decision soon. I'm going you know to some money. Good, select, good selection. That. Yeah. What? You know. You know. You know what I might pull out tomorrow, dude. And I haven't. I've been. I've been kind of laying off the whiskey lately. I've been trying to take it a little easy on the liver. Uh, I might pull out some Jim Bean, dude. Hmm. I don't like I, that, I, I, Jim Bean. I, I really? don't know why, because it's so underrated, dude. Jim Bean is an underrated uh, little bourbon whiskey, dude. I like it. I like it with water. Straight. Jim Bean and water, baby. It's not one that you want to drink straight. Uh, you want to add a little You want to add a little H2O to it. So uh, if you do that, try well, a little Jim Bean if you hadn't done it in a while. It's, well, I'll, it's I'll, pretty damn good. I'll share this with everybody, Joel, since we're talking about drinking bourbon. I learned this a few years back. Somebody asked a question to a distiller at the Sazerac Brewery in New Orleans. says, what's the best way to drink bourbon? And his answer was short, sweet, and simple. He said, however you like it. That's yeah. the best way. If you like it on ice, put it on ice. If you like to right, mix right. it with something, mix uh, He said the grandson of Pappy Van Winkle likes a twist of lemon in his bourbon <laughs> because that's the way he likes it. So the that's best the way, way to drink it. bourbon is the way you like it, and I'm going to pour Angel's Envy into the glass and sip it. No ice, no water, no lemon, no really? nothing. I like it straight wow. up. Bring it at me. Uh, Damn, I'm, I'm similar. I'm sim- oh, hot whiskey? Like over ice or hot whiskey? Yeah, no, no, straight up. I'm oh, okay. bottle into the glass. Oh. I'm from Chalmette. Don't forget that. All right. Dude, All right. I, hey. I just got a vision. I just got a vision of you in the wild, wild west. Popping up. <laughs> you know, just, just jump, slides off your horse, tying it to the pole, walking through those two doors that, that flop back and forth, the half doors, the shutter half doors, into the pub. You walk up to the walk up to the to the bartender and give me a shot. It's in a tall glass, a little tall shot glass, and you're dirty, you stink, you smell like horse urine, and you and you pull your cat, you help you have your, uh, your cowboy hat off, you put it on the bar, and you threw the whiskey back. That's old school TK right there, dude. Hey, hey, Joe, Joe, I got to interrupt you. I just got a message. I think, I think Patrick Mahomes has been cleared by Andy wow. Reid to join us for a few minutes. Uh, Patrick Mahomes from Las Vegas, are you with us on Sports Shorts Radio? Hey, guys, what's going on? Oh, what's up, Patrick? You got a big game tomorrow. Oh man, you know, it, it, look, I played in so many of these games, man. You know, it's like it's like just another just another Sunday for me, man. You know, I am excited about for my teammates uh, with the opportunity to go out and win the Super Bowl. You know, all that stuff is very important to me and the teammates. So, you know, we are excited, but it's nothing new for us. This is the fourth in the last five years. Hey, Patrick, you were quoted earlier in the week. You told all your teammates to, you know, treat this business. Don't get wild and crazy in Las Vegas. You told them if you win the game, you'll bring them all back to Vegas on your nickel. Patrick, you must have a lot of nickels. You're going to bring 53 <laughs> guys to Vegas for a weekend. It will, you know, look, <laughs> in Hawaii, right? Hawaii, we call it like four times a month. So we're going to go to Vegas, right? We'll go to the Strip. And uh, I heard, uh, you know, look, are y'all at a casino right now? Correct. Yeah, we're at the La Berge okay. in Baton Rouge. Right, 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 right. So we have a lot of we have a lot of casinos in Las Vegas. So I just told the guys, look, you win this Super Bowl, I am, I'm loading you up, dude. I'm going to give each one of you guys $100,000, right? $100,000 to do whatever the hell you want in whatever casino you want on the Strip, 
in the new part of Vegas, whatever it is. But we first we got to do is we got to go win the Super Bowl. Nothing else matters. Nothing else matters well, unless we win the Super Bowl. Patrick, are you gonna, when you take them to Vegas, are you going to let them go to the Spearmint Rhino? <laughs> what? Who? The, the Spearmint Rhino. You don't know what that I is. Have no idea. I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Okay, well, those that are listening that do. They're not sponsored okay. by them. I don't, I don't, look, I'm not here to promote any of these other organizations. Look, I'm here to promote Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs and what we do, which is win Super Bowls. And tomorrow, tomorrow, you know what? If you're a San Francisco 49er fan, get ready, baby, because we're about to come at you like you've never been right. at before. One final question, Patrick. I know you got to go to a meeting. Yeah. First offensive, first yes. offensive. First offensive play tomorrow for the Chiefs. Is it a pass or a run? <laughs> Hunter wants to bet on that. Is it a pass or a run? <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, it'll probably be a scramble of some sort. You know what I'm saying? That's what we do. Hey, look. Look. Hey, did y'all see my wife in the swimsuit model? Did you see her? Yes. Did yeah, you see that? She's hot. Okay, I told y'all. What I tell y'all? What I tell y'all? My baby, my baby's a freak, man. I mean, she's a freak. Patrick, uh, Andy Reid said that's enough. We gotta let, let you go, Patrick. Well, I, I, Thank I, I you. Well, go ahead. Hunter's got a question. I, I, I have to ask Patrick something. I asked him last year before the Super Bowl, and uh, he led me astray. So let's see if he can fix it this year. Patrick, last right. year when I asked you against, uh, you were gonna play the Eagles last year in the Super Bowl, and you were gonna win. What color Gatorade were y'all pouring, Andy Reid? You told me red, <laughs> and it was purple. This year, I need to know what color Gatorade is going over Andy Reid's back when y'all win tomorrow, twenty-four, twenty-one. It's going to be red, baby, just like my baby swimsuit. Ah, you know what I'm <laughs> Goodbye, be. Patrick. <laughs> Goodbye, Good Patrick. Good luck, Patrick. See you Good later. Luck. Take a break here. Don't forget, Derry Beckwith coming up at the bottom of the hour. Sports Church Radio, 104.5 ESPN, Baton Rouge. On 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. We continue with Sports Shorts Radio. We remind you about Marshan's Interior and Hardware Store located in Gonzales. They've been doing it since 1949. And they are the premier flooring dealer in the area. A wide variety of flooring options including hardwood, vinyl, carpet, tile, and much more. They've got an expansive showroom and a team of experts that make it easy to get the look you want. You'll also find a magnitude of products to complete your bathroom renovation or your dream kitchen. That's Marshan's Interior and Hardware in Gonzales, Ascension Parish, serving the greater Baton Rouge area. Like I said, established in 1949. Find them on Facebook, Marshan's Interior and Hardware, or visit their website, marshans.net, your premier flooring dealer in the greater Baton Rouge area. Check out Marshan's. Well, let's give you a quick LSU basketball update. Will Baker just hit a three to go up by three, but Alabama came back down the other end of the court. Just touched it back in on the putback, and it is 16-15 Tigers, 15-15 left in the first half. And I will say, it looks like there's nobody in the PMAC this morning. They're all getting ready for Mardi Gras festivities. Well, they're all at the Spanish Town Parade, and we got folks out there on the parade route, some of the floats that are listening to us, and we appreciate that. But, Hunter, we, we said that a couple of hours ago when we came on the air. I mean, you know, that, you know, why would you play opposite the Spanish Town Parade? But TV tells LSU when they got to play, yep. and TV doesn't care about Spanish Town no. Parade. But I find it odd that the women are playing at 3 o'clock tomorrow. Now, in all likelihood, that game will be over before the Super Bowl kicks off. But, again, the Super Bowl is the most watched 
event in sports. You got more partying, more tailgating. I mean, you know, gathering at friends' houses, having friends over, the whole bit. And I, I don't know, that may affect the second half attendance of the women's game tomorrow. And also, Hunter, I read where there's going to be like 22 billion pounds of wings consumed during the Super 22 Bowl. 22 billion? Yeah. Holy crap. It's like, some, I mean, I might be a little off on that number, <laughs> but it's some insane number. Well, that's definitely an insane number if that were, uh, is truly what, how many wings are going to be eaten around the country during the Super Bowl. Uh, but if you uh, just joining the show, of course, our number two sports shorts radio here on ESPN 104.5, live from La Burst Casino and Hotel. We are in the sports book right now, chowing down on some grub, having some drinks, enjoying ourselves as we get you ready for the Super Bowl tomorrow. Uh, Tigers now 14 minutes left. They're up by one, 18-17 against Alabama. T- Tommy and I have Bama minus seven and a half in this game, uh, taking into factor that Alabama's just better than LSU, unfortunately, and that nobody was going to be at the game to really create a home atmosphere so far. Uh, it's still a pretty tight contest. A lot of basketball to go. Lots of basketball to be played, as they say. And, again, don't forget, this is a great play. You can, they got it on the big screen right now, LSU-Bama. Uh, you can watch other college action. You can come down here and place all the bets you want to. And uh, how about Taylor Swift? She's in concert tonight in Tokyo. Yes. But that's like really tomorrow. Night. It's like last night. It's like a day, 17-hour difference, something like that. And she is going to is scheduled to make it in time to watch the Super Bowl in person. She'll make it. Uh, she'll make it there. She'll be up in the suite. I'm sure she'll be exhausted. But I say that, but she also uh, has – She's gonna have one of the finest, you know, jets. Uh, you know, she has one of the best jets ever, and she'll she'll be able to sleep without playing like she's sleeping in her own bed. Uh, she's, you know, she yeah, travels yeah. a lot, right? Be all around the world to be able to perform her her, her tours and stuff like that. So, all right, I have an honest question. She'll be there. Yep. Okay, I'm putting you on the spot. I'm blindsiding you. Come on. Can you name for me one Taylor Swift song? Yeah. Uh, Can you? Yeah. Twenty two. 20, yeah. She's 22 years old. That's the, oh, is that that's, the name of the song? Name of the so- <laughs> yes, name of the song. I, yes, I, mean, I, I couldn't. If you gave me a hundred dollar bill, I, I couldn't I, tell you. I'm not a. I, I respect Taylor Swift for the artist that she is, how popular she is, and and her influence on music. No, I do not listen to her music very often. But uh, uh, I, I, I know a handful of her songs. Yes, I, I still do listen to music. Uh, and still, well, I'm a huge music. Yeah, guy. I know. But I like bourbon. I like music. I like sports. Yeah, I I grew up where a lot of a lot of her songs are popular in my t- when I was a teenager, and so a lot of people I knew played her music. Yeah, it wasn't on my playlist, but yes, How old of course. Is she? Seriously, twenty? I don't know. No, 30, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know the answer to that. Can, get, you, can we look it up? I'm gonna go with thirty-two. When because considering when twenty-two. Came. How old is Taylor Swift? I truly do not know the answer to I'll that. I'll tell you. Um, she is 34, so I'm off by two years. 34, which makes sense because I would have been about 13 when that song 22 came out. Did it come out when she was 22? Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm being serious. Yeah, yeah, yes. I don't that know. Was the reason. Uh, I don't yes, know. That, that yeah. was, yes, when that song was released, she... I, I know the trace kicker for the Chiefs is really good, but I know nothing about <laughs> Taylor Swift. Uh, I don't know all the trivia questions. I do. I can't tell you that that is the name of one of her songs, and that is the reason it is called that. Can you name another one? Uh, we are never getting back together. Have you ever seen her in concert? No, I've never seen her in concert for is two reasons. On, one, I don't care, she, two. I would never pay the amount of money that it costs. Is to go she see her on concert. any of your playlists? No. <laughs> uh, I, I'm liking what, you a little bit more. I was worried when you said I, you could ta- name a song. Just because I can name the song, it, it just means that I'm still connected to what is popular. That doesn't mean it's what I am choosing to listen to. 
Hey, tell us what you got going on at WBRZ. Yeah, I got a couple of new uh, projects that we're working on right now, of course, but uh, still have Best Bets with myself and Michael Shingleton every Friday, giving you the best bets on the weekend all across sports. We did pretty well last night uh, in hockey. NBA uh, was went 2-1. and one. Pelicans blew uh, opportunity with 3-0. and I like them uh, in L.A. staying there after playing the Clippers, after playing the Solo, and the Lakers were on a back-to-back, but uh, didn't really seem to matter because... With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. D'Angelo Russell didn't play against the Nuggets, and he was so fresh yesterday. Dropped 30 points on the Pelicans. He was the difference maker. Uh, so check out Best Bets on WBRZ Plus at 6.30 every Friday. And then on WBRZ Main, you can check out Michael Cobble and I tomorrow morning not, during the 9 a.m. news for Big Guys, No Ties, Sports Show. Get, get you ready, of course, again, for the Super Bowl. Got a lot to talk about. Uh, a, lot, a lot of different uh, keys to the games. Michael Cobble and I will break that down on WBRZ. Big Guys, New ties. All right, before we go to break, i got to ask you a question. Do you suffer from joint pain? All the time. If so, then let riveroflifecapsules.com help you. Contract, contact Patrick Scallon with Angiogensis Medical, located on Suma Avenue near Essen Lane in Baton Rouge, and Patrick will help you with a free homeopathic pain consultation and find out more about riveroflifecapsules.com. I met with Patrick. I've been taking the River of Life capsules, and they have really helped me. It's an anti-arthritic capsule that for as little as $39 a month can really relieve your pain. It has helped me. It can help you. An all-natural pain reliever, riveroflifecapsules.com. Check out the website, riveroflifecapsules.com. They got all that. You can order it on the website. You can set up a free consultation, riveroflifecapsules.com. You'll be glad you did. I am doing this, and it is uh, a must. I don't care what age you are, riveroflifecapsules.com, Patrick Scallon, it is a great thing. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back with more of Sports Shorts Radio. Don't forget, Derek Beckwith joins us in about 15 minutes. But Hunter, Man- Hunter McCann and myself, TK, will have more foolishness for you after this break on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Now back to Sports Shorts Radio with Ronnie Rance, Joel Davis, and Hunter McCann on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. We continue with Sports Shorts Radio. We're here until 12 noon. Derry Beckwith, National Championship linebacker for the LSU Tigers, will join us at the bottom of this hour. And then we'll take you on around to the top of the hour. Live from the Sportsbook, the Little Bears Casino and Hotel in Baton Rouge. Don't forget the Edge Lounge. In the back left corner of the casino floor, a lot of live entertainment tonight. 
Game doesn't kick off to 5.30 Louisiana time tomorrow, so you can sleep late. Oh, come enjoy the casino and the Edge Lounge and all that good stuff. Hunter McCann, uh, LSU Baseball. We were joined Woo! by Ronnie Rance in our number one. He's out in Phoenix at the Waste Management Open. And um, he actually used to live in that area but many years ago. But uh, we talked about it with him. But LSU Baseball opens their season next Friday. They got four games, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. VMI Central Arkansas, VMI Central Arkansas. Daytime games. Those teams will play each other at night. But in the day, uh, a four-game long weekend look at the LSU Tigers. Jay Johnson met with the media yesterday and said, for the most part, this team's very healthy. Very, very healthy. Knock on wood. Uh, you know, injuries do happen. They're going to happen. But uh, he's excited about this team, and the excitement is building. And look, the minute Mardi Gras is over on Tuesday, all attention around here is going to switch and focus on LSU baseball. Oh, yeah, baby, and we were ready for that, of course. And, and like you talked about the, the injuries, you know, and how, of course, nobody ever wants injuries on their team. Nobody ever wants an athlete to get injured. Uh, and if there ever was good news, uh, I will say with this team in particular, if and when, because it usually happens every season that there are injuries all across the board and every sport, somebody were to get injured in this team, they have something they did not have last year, depth especially on the mound because last year the whole reason that everybody talked about that this LSU or last year's LSU baseball team could not win a national championship was because the pitching was going to come back and bottom them in the rear end by the by the time they got to to Omaha and and all, all the way to the final game that pitching be the reason they they did not finish it well come to find out pitching actually is a major reason why they did end up getting to where they were and playing Florida for a national championship last year uh, it wasn't just Paul Skeens of course the, the the real issue last year was talking about the guys that were having to come in and relief and and come on the mound and make a difference they were giving up too many runs they weren't being able to close games things like that and it caused a lot of questions. Despite all that, they were able to go ahead in the back half of the season, play some of the best baseball I've ever seen out of the LSU program, and that's saying something, and, and secure a national championship for the first time since 2009. Now you get to this season, and you've added a lot of pieces. You've lost a lot of pieces, but added a lot of pieces to this team, especially on the mound. You're not going to have a – I like to use Riley Cooper as my example, a guy that you would see multiple times a weekend, right? May come in Friday in relief and then come back in Sunday in relief. You might see him two or three times on a weekend pitching two innings at a time to be able to get yourself, you know, some key outs and move to, before you bring in your closer. You're not going to see that as much this year. You're going to see a lot of different faces bringing a lot of different types of uh, pitches to the mound and putting LSU in different situations that make it very hard for opposing teams to game plan for them. Who exactly is LSU going to play will be a huge question mark for a lot of games moving forward. Uh, but you bring in guys like Gage Jump from uh, UCLA, didn't even get to play at all last year, uh, had Tommy John sur surgery, and uh, now he's basically fresh, ready to go, be a part of this LSU pitching staff. Uh, you bring in a lot of different pieces to uh, complement your infield. Michael Braswell, uh, shortstop from South Carolina, will come in. Uh, and have the opportunity to make a difference for this team. Uh, and you move guys around. Uh, you bring, uh, uh, what's his name, um, left field, uh, Josh Pearson, 
uh, you bring him from left field to second base and allow him to develop that skill position, a position he hasn't played since high school. Uh, so there are a lot of different moving pieces, but this team on paper will be able to play with the best of the best of them, and hopefully uh, it's very difficult But uh, in any sport to go back-to-back, but they'll give them a real good chance to make it back to Omaha and try to secure themselves another national championship. Well, for the record, LSU was picked second in the SEC West. Arkansas is first. Arkansas is always good, always very good. Texas A&M picked third. Over in the East, Florida, who LSU beat in the finals last year, is picked first, followed by Tennessee and Vanderbilt. So that, that's going to be the cream of the crop. Florida does come to Baton Rouge for a series this year. So uh, you're going to have uh, SEC baseball at its best. And then, of course, the following year, Texas and Oklahoma in there. And Texas and Oklahoma will do better in baseball than they're going to do in football, yes. that's for sure. Because in football, they, they're, gonna, they're not going to like what's going to happen when they get here in football. Uh, so I will say in particular, I think the biggest thing I'm looking forward to, and I think a lot of people around here are looking forward to, is seeing Tommy White in an LSU uniform again uh, at the plate. You know, if you remember last year in the very first game, Tommy White ended up dislocating his shoulder and kind of battled through that all year. Despite any, even, even despite the injury, he put up incredible numbers uh, at the plate for the Tigers. Has a very key moments, of course. Biggest one being the walk-off two-run homer in the 10th inning. Uh, against Wake Forest last year to send LSU to a national championship appearance. He is fully healthy, ready to go, had uh, surgery to, to fix up his uh, fix up his shoulder and everything in the offseason, and then he's now been ba- uh, back taking um, bad in practice since October. So uh, Jay Johnson talked about it a couple weeks ago that he's fully healthy and ready to roll and looks the best that he has been. So I'm excited to see what a healthy Tommy White looks like uh, with his talent level. Uh, he could, he's going to be a guy that's going to have to be a leader this year, of course, and probably pick up some slack early on in the season while a, rest, uh, the, a lot of these other bats uh, are starting to heat up and you know get some actual uh, game reps in. So, but yeah, Virginia Military Institute Friday at one o'clock, uh, two o'clock, excuse me. So that it's going to be a really good way to start the season. Hey, you mentioned Wake Forest; they're pretty much the consensus number one team in the yeah. nation, of course. LSU did beat them in Omaha in part with Tommy White's walk-off homer. But Wake Forest, coached by Tom Walter, who's a former University of New Orleans head coach, going to be very, very, very good. In fact, the right-handed pitcher, Chase Burns, who LSU was trying to get, ended up at Wake Forest, and they got a lefty that's supposed to be one of the best pitchers in the country. So we'll learn more about all the college teams uh, in that first month, and then when conference play starts, LSU is clearly going to be in the hunt. They're going to be in the conversation. But so will all them same names, the Floridas, the Tennessee, the Wake Forest. All of that's going to be there. College baseball note, longtime legendary coach Mike Martin, uh, close friends yeah. with Skip Bertman and Paul Maneri, and just a, a great ambassador for the game of college baseball. We know the story, but 20-something trips to Omaha, but never did win the title. Passed away after battling dementia for many, many years, and uh, truly a legend in the world of college baseball. Somebody that played many a game against LSU, many a game in Baton Rouge. In fact, that was Paul Maneri's last year. They lost mm-hmm. out to Mike Martin in Florida State, and Martin went to Omaha. So uh, that, that was a significant uh, note from the world of college baseball this past week. Yeah, uh, there, there's a lot to look forward to this baseball season, I, I'd say. Uh, and of the talent LSU's bringing back, of course, Thatcher Hurd, Nate Ackenhausen on the mound, both those guys uh, who were 
key parts to this program last year, returning in the purple and gold, and looking to, to have an even bigger role with this team along with those new parts that we talked about. So we, of course, will have everything up to date here next week on Sports Shorts Radio and recap first two games of LSU baseball as the season gets underway this week at the box, 2 o'clock Friday against Virginia Military Institute. All right, before we go to break and come back and get joined by Derek Beckwith, I again want to ask you a question. Do you suffer from joint pain? If so, you need to get River of Life Capsules. Go to riveroflifecapsules.com. Contract, contact Patrick Scallon with Angiogenesis Genesis Medical, located on Suma Avenue near Eston Lane, right here in Baton Rouge. Patrick can give you a free homeopathic pain consultation, and you'll find out more about River of Life Capsules, the all-natural pain reliever, anti-arthritic capsule that for as little as 39 bucks a month can help you live pain-free. Riveroflifecapsules.com. You can set a free consultation. You can place an order. I got on River of Life Capsules about three, three and a half weeks ago. It has made a difference. It has helped me a lot. It has helped Rodney Rance. It has helped Hunter Absolutely McCann. has. And you need to do the same thing. Get with Patrick at riveroflifecapsules.com. You'll be glad you did. I mean, don't wait. Do it today. you got a long day before you get Super Bowl Eve, so do it today. Riveroflifecapsules.com. We'll come back. We'll be joined by LSU National Championship linebacker Derry Beckwith. We'll talk some more Super Bowl right here on Sports Shorts Radio. Don't forget Sports Shorts Daily, Monday morning, 930. I'll be at Court Street Cafe in Port Allen. Ronnie will be somewhere in the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame studio. That's Monday morning at 930. You don't want to miss that. Back after this pause, you're listening to Sports Shorts Radio, 104.5 ESPN, Baton Rouge. We continue from the sports book at the LaBear's Casino and Hotel in Baton Rouge, best place to bet on the Super Bowl, right here at the sports book. Let's welcome Derry Beckwith, national championship linebacker for the LSU Tigers, to the program. Derry, good morning. How are you? Derry, do we have Derry? Hello. I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me? Hey, Derry, I got a big big football game tomorrow night. You played many a big football game, including the national championship game. What are some of your early general thoughts on the matchup tomorrow between the 49ers and the Chiefs? What's Derry Beckwith think he's going to see? I think you're going to see a game that's not going to be as explosive as people may think, especially coming from the Kansas City Chiefs. Because the Patrick Mahomes is so dynamic. But anytime you get to a big football game, and then once you guys realize, coordinators in the NFL are extremely smart. So these guys had extra time to prepare for each other. The 49ers defensive coordinator had time to prepare for Mahomes. Uh, the Kansas City defensive coordinator had time to prepare for Brock Purdy. So I do believe you will see a low-scoring game, especially in the first half. And maybe the second half, they'll make some adjustments, and you'll see some points. But I, I do believe this game will come down to who makes the proper adjustments, and what defense can get the offense off the field on third down. Well, you being a defensive guy, you always have a, a different way that you watch the game, and you, obviously you watch the linebacker play as well as the entire defense. And I, I'm I mean, the Chiefs defense, I mean, they went into Baltimore and held Lamar Jackson and company to 10 points. I mean, they, they got to be feeling confident. How much does confidence play into a big game like this, Terry? 
It's extreme, extremely important because anytime you go into the Super Bowl, it's all about momentum. Anytime, especially as a defensive unit or offensive unit, if you're playing well at the right time, it's always a good time. Think about the March Madness and the NCAA tournament. The teams that are the hottest at that moment end up winning the championship. Not necessarily the best team, but the hottest team, even with the College World Series. The hottest team at that moment usually wins it. And so I think the Kansas City Chiefs defense is extremely confident. And this is the best defense that Mahomes has had. So in the past, Mahomes had to have that Mahomes magic. I think this year, he doesn't have to be as much because the defense is so prolific, especially they have uh, great secondary plays. They get crushed on the quarterback from the front seven. So I do believe uh, in a game like this, Mahomes doesn't have to, have to do too much. If he just does Mahomes-type things, uh, I think they should be fine. And I agree with you, Darian. I think that uh, the way that he plays that game, he could be a difference maker, but doesn't have to be because of the guys that he is surrounded with on defense, being able to c- control some of the or contain some of the the best offensive playmakers in the league that the 49ers have. Uh, but uh, look, I wouldn't be doing my due, gel- due diligence today if I wasn't sending uh, the sportsbook at LaBerge. And I know you don't gamble very often, if not ever, really. But are you going to be placing any money on this game? Sometimes the Super Bowl is the, the exception to the rule for some people that don't gamble. Uh, will you put any of your hard-earned cash on this game? No, Hunter, you ruined all my gambling experience. So, no, I'm not going to do it. You it. <laughs> hey, Darius, best is best at it. Darius better than Darius lost. So, therefore, I deleted my app. So, no, I would not be betting. So, But if I was a betting man, if I was a betting man, I'm putting my money on the 49ers. That's what I think. Ooh, ooh. I think the 49ers are going to pull it off. Obviously, it's the second time in the Super Bowl in the past few years. I do believe people are underestimating Brock Purdy. Uh, he's been getting a lot of flack. You know, I heard Cam Newton say he's the 10th best player on the uh, 49ers roster, which, you know, he may be the 7th or 8th best. So, it's some validity, uh, it's some truth to that. But at the same time, the guy gets the job done. Um, you know, whether he's a game manager or a game changer, it doesn't matter. His team is in the Super Bowl. And I think this is the time that the 49ers do get over the hump and, and come out victorious. So, former... National Championship linebacker for the Tigers, Dave Beck, with rolling with the 49ers tomorrow, which, uh, TK, for you and I, actually makes me a little more confident in our Chiefs bet because, like Derry said, and his very limited betting experience, he hasn't won a bet, so maybe he'll be wrong about that again. I don't know. Well, I would say that. I'm pretty good with a couple of scores. Like every, every time you got the LSU football score. I come pretty close. I don't know. Don't, don't well, no, no. You, I mean, you, you definitely come closer than most people uh, with both college and NFL games because you view it differently. Now, Daria, a stat I want to point out for you. I said this on Sports Shorts Daily last week. Brock Purdy, he's got 26 starts in the NFL. His record with those starts is 21-5. and five. A, I don't have a list in front of me, but it's not a long list of NFL quarterbacks who went 21-5 and in their first 26 games. I mean, I, we know Peyton Manning didn't do it. I mean, I, we could look up others. But 21-5 and in your first 26 games, you got to be doing something right because in the NFL, the bottom line is win the game, and he has won many more than not. Absolutely. And I, I, I go back to his days at Iowa State. The guys in the football games at Iowa State, and a lot of people don't realize that. And so with him coming into – a situation like the 49ers, that's a well-run organization. Historically, they've been well-run. And so, and then he was obviously the last pick in the draft. So, 
he didn't have to come in and, and be the starter right away. He got to, you know, sit behind for a couple of years, learn the system, uh, learn the culture, and his teammates have bought into him. And one of the most serious and dynamic things that you can have on a football team is the whole team buys into the quarterback. That's both offense, defense, special teams, coaches, and the front office people. Once they're bought into the quarterback, that's a scary and dangerous situation in a good way. And I believe the 49ers have that quarterback for the future. Well, and the other thing about the 49ers and, and, and Brock Purdy is since August, a lot of people figured they'd be in the Super Bowl, they'd be in the hunt. You know, and every week, you know, they put out odds on who's the likely favorite to win the Super Bowl. And all year long, it's been the 49ers, even on a week after they happen to lose a game. So, you know, so if you throw in what you just said about the organization buying in, the expectations were there in August. It's not a Detroit Lions story where they just came flying out of nowhere and had a great season. This is a team that was expected to be in the Super Bowl. And, oh, by the way, they're in the Super Bowl. That speaks a lot for Purdy. And as you said, Derry, that entire organization. Oh, absolutely. People talk about, you know, Brock Purdy just being uh, a game manager. But like you just alluded to, that's pressure on a part of that when people are expecting you to do something and you meet that person's expectations or you meet the sports media's expectations. And so for Brock Purdy... I think this guy uh, is in line for a big payday. And someone like Bob Curry oh, yeah. is extremely humble. He seems like he is a sponge and he wants to soak everything in and continue to learn. He knows the history of, 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 of football. He talked about the other day about Joe Montana and Steve Young and how he just wants to walk in those guys' shoes. So he's definitely not afraid of the moment. He's not afraid of the, the big stage. And I think he's going to go out and perform well. And someone like Bob Purdy, just like... Um, the last game against the Packers, he didn't play well all game long. But when it was time to make plays, he did. And I think he has that moxie about himself. He's a tough performer. And like I said, his, his, his team is bought into him. And they're going to ride with him to Sydney 10. So, like I said, uh, Mark Purdy has definitely made me a fan. Well, we talked with Joel Davis a little bit earlier. He brought up a good point about being able to make the big plays. But not even talking about... The offensive side of the ball. Talking about making plays on defense. Obviously, last week, or two weeks ago, I should say, in the AFC Championship, talk about big plays, right, that defense has had to make. LeJarrius Sneed punching out the ball on the half-yard line uh, out of uh, Flowers' hands to be able to uh, basically secure that win. I mean, they take the score right there. It's a whole different ball game. Uh, what do you think could happen in this game defensively for either team that could be the difference maker? Who are you specifically looking at uh, to make those big plays? Well, I think for the 49ers, when you look at that D-lineman, these guys got top five picks across the D-lineman. So I believe their ability to get special catching homes at the right time and the right spots in the game is going to be crucial. Obviously, he's going to make some plays with his feet and does things that seems like he got it out of the sky. But at some point, they're going to have to make a play where it's getting pressure on him to throw uh, and flat pass, get a sack or interception or something. So I'm looking forward to that 49 of defense alignment. We're going to spend a lot of money on, and a, lot of dra- a lot of draft capital. So now, I think in a game like this, they have to get a return on their investment. Hey, Derry, I-, I read something a day or two ago that there are over a dozen 
college football players made more money this year than Brock Purdy, who's, I think, working on a you know minimum contract that he got when he was a rookie, when he was Mr. Irrelevant, and, and nobody foresaw him doing exactly what he's doing. But does it kind of blow your mind when you think that there's over a dozen college football players that made more money this year than Brock Purdy? I mean, it's crazy. Uh, I think I'm not surprised because, um, especially college football, it's very competitive and organizations and schools want to win and so the people who are cutting the checks are extremely competitive. I think people realize about NIL is this. You have a lot of guys who's writing these checks and who's donating to these collectives and they are living through these players. Right? So at some point it was their dream to play big time college football. It was their dream to be an all American, all conference player. So now um like this like they're living through these players so they're willing to cut the check, and that's what college football is. That's where that's what has it has become. Look, it's always been like that. First off, so people who are saying, "Oh my God, you can't believe this!" Look, guys, it's, it's always been like this. I can take stories upon stories that I've seen when I was getting recruited 15 to 20 years ago. Right? It's always been like that. Now it is out in the open and it's legal, and it's not going anywhere. You're either going to adapt to it or die. And the teams that are going to be successful are going to adapt to it. Um, a quick note, I spoke to a high school coach the other day, and he's saying now that uh, the smaller schools, uh, like uh, Sunbelt Conference, schools like that, they're selling kids to say, to say, hey, come here for two years, right? Play well, you could transfer to a big school. Now, tell me how different that is now. That lets me know yeah. the times that changed. So a person in Northwest State on Nicholas are telling kids, hey, come in for a couple of years, you can ball out. And maybe you can transfer to SEC school and get big NIL money because that's the name of the game, the nature of the game that we're in right now. Yeah, using those schools right, as like stepping that, stones, right? Well, the other thing, Derek, compared to when you were recruited, which is not that long ago in the big picture, you know, I can remember, you know, when, when LSU would sign 25 guys, you know, four or five guys you expected to see on the field that season, even mm-hmm. if it was special teams, and the rest would develop, and maybe you got them on the field in their second or third year. Now, I don't care it's because of the transfer portal, but guys you sign, they want you on the field pretty darn quick. They have to put you on the field. they got to tell you that when they're recruiting you that you're going to get some snaps, you're going to get some playing time, and then if you give us a reason that we can't take you out, you're going to get more playing time. It's just changed just in the short time since you were recruited, Derry. There's no such thing as developing a player no more. They're going to run 11 guys out there that are already developed. Oh, absolutely. And with the transfer portal, a lot of guys now that's getting recruited out of high school, and even if they can go to these smaller schools, these smaller schools are taking transfers from bigger schools. So it, it, it's different now. Um, it's no longer about developing a player or, or staying here for two to three years. But I can remember even guys at LSU in recent memories. You think about someone like a, um, a Duke Riley or, or Debo Jones. These guys did not start at LSU until their senior year. And they end up in the second half. Duval is still playing in the NFL. Uh, Debo Jones signed a big second contract with the Falcons. So um, the list goes on and on. But now, if a kid is not playing after the third game, uh, they get transferred. So mm-hmm. personally, I may say, look, I think he has to stick it out, especially if you're a freshman. You should not leave after one year because it's creating bad habits. And it's the habits meaning that once they get done playing football and you get out on the real world, 
things not going to go your way. You're not going to get your way. So what you're going to do, you're going to quit, you're going to leave. And so it is creating bad habits. I do think they have to get some control on that, meaning the transfer aspect of it. Like, look, when you, when you sign here, you got to stay here at least two, four years, or whatever it may be, but you just can't leave after one year because you were not getting the playing time that you, that you thought you should get. And not knowing that physically and mentally, you're not developed yet to come in and step on the field and play in the SEC. The biggest difference is from high school to college sports. The fever game is ridiculous. I tell people all the time, my first time at Vegas LSU, in four pads, I'm going against Joseph Ladak, Andrew Whitworth, Jamarcus Russell, all these guys. They snapped the ball. I never moved. And I saw Joseph Ladak running back to the huddle to run a new play. I had no idea what happened. That's how fast the game is. And a lot of these kids, they, they, they want things instantaneously. They want things now. Mm-hmm. Not realizing that physically and mentally, they're not ready. And it's okay to wait. Because if you wait, there is prosperity at the end of the road. Well, I got to ask you one more question before we go there. I'm going to move back over to the Super Bowl real quick. Uh, don't have to be a gambling expert to answer these questions, but I do got to get your opinions on a couple novelty bets that we talked about here on Sports Shorts Radio. Uh, look, we bet on the coin toss, right? Heads or tails on the coin toss? What, what you rolling with? Heads. I don't like to be the tail. There we go. I like that. Uh, next one. What color is Gatorade bath for the winning coach? Blue. That's my favorite color. All right, Blue Gator. And then, last but not least, you said you're good at picking the final score of the game. Give me a correct score prediction for Super Bowl 58. Derry Beckwith, what you got? Chiefs 24, 49ers 27. They win it on a field goal. Whew. So 49ers win 27-24. Beckwith's prediction, which means he also has the over TK. All right, Derry, we appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your weekend and enjoy the Super Bowl. You too, guys. Have a good one. Have a good one, Derek. All right, Derek, back with John. We're going to take our final break of the morning here on Sports Shorts Radio from the LaBear's Casino and Hotel in Baton Rouge. We're in the sports book, and Hunter, it is filling up in here in the yeah, sports book. Guys betting on college basketball, betting on the Super Bowl. 900 different bets in the kiosk when I placed mine earlier uh, here at. Just on the Super Bowl, baby. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, I got a good crowd here, a lot of people saying hello. We always enjoy that. We're going to take that final break. We'll come back and put a wrap on Sports Shorts Radio. Super Bowl Eve from the Sportsbook at LaBear's Casino and Hotel Baton Rouge with Hunter McCann. I'm Tommy Christian, 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Now back to Sports Shorts Radio with Ronnie Rance, Joel Davis, and Hunter McCann on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. We continue from the sportsbook at LaBear's Casino. Hunter, give us an update on the LSU Tiger men's basketball team. Tigers looking to get back to 500 in SEC play. They're 4-5 and five right now in play. Taking on the Alabama Crimson Tide right now in the Pete Maravich Assembly Center. It is halftime. Alabama is leading the Tigers 49-46. to 46. Will Baker for the Tigers, though, has 22 of the Tigers' 46 points, almost half of the points for the Tigers. So LSU trying to find a way to claw back. Uh, they were down 10 at one point. Uh, with about eight minutes left in the half. They came, went on a run and brought it back within range. But well, we'll see what the Tigers are going to do. Tommy and I still got our bet out. We gave out before the before tip-off today at 11 o'clock. Uh, we have the Tigers uh, – sorry, we have the Tide minus seven and a half in this game against LSU. Tied up three at halftime. And the women will play the Alabama 
ladies team tomorrow at 3 o'clock in the PMAC. They just showed Kim Mulkey's present at the men's game today, checking out some hoops action as uh, th- that shouldn't surprise you. All right, once again, Super Bowl tomorrow. I'm going with 27-17 Chiefs. 27-17 Chiefs. Uh, I'll make a lot of money if that comes to pass, but uh, – that's what it is. Hunter, again, t- you tell us what you have for Super Bowl 58 tomorrow evening. Got the Chiefs winning this one 24 21. They're going to be a close game all the way through. Some of the key bets we went through earlier. Got the under in this game, of course. Uh, we And you and I also have placed a, a decent sized wager on the fact that there will not be a lead larger than 14 and a half points either way in this game. Uh, I think that's a surefire bet. I really like that one. Uh, and if you're still rolling around here, don't forget. Gatorade bath color is going to be yellow, TK. I like the yellow Gatorade bath. Go check out the podcast, Talking Sports with TK, available wherever you get your podcasts, all your major platforms, Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, just got on Podbean. Check out Talking Sports with TK. Got Anthony Gallo and I's picks. Got Trey Blossman's picks. Those two guys have been on fire in the NFL playoffs. So find that podcast, Talking Sports with TK. Each, it's two different podcasts. They're about 10 minutes long. Won't take you long to listen and find out what's going on. Talking Sports with TK. Check out that podcast. Before we get out of here, i got to ask you one more thing that surrounds the Super Bowl, right? Commercials. You, you, you like to sit back and enjoy them during the, during the Super Bowl? I know that's a lot of reason a lot of people do tune in. Oh, it's a good time to go cut up another piece of sausage <laughs> or, or, or get some of my boiled shrimp. Uh, you know, that, that, I mean... I get it. It's what it's the money. It's the money, 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 and then it's the money. But uh, yeah, I, I'll watch. I mean, and then I'll be like, I'm sure I'll have a favorite commercial or the one I thought was best, and and I'm sure there's gonna be some dumb ones, and and uh, you'll get a little bit of everything there. But that's that's a big thing and a very expensive thing for those companies. Yeah. Do you know uh, how much a 30 second Super Bowl ad is this year? Five million. Seven million. Seven. It went seven, up a little bit. Seven million. Hey, we got to get a Rougarou ad on next year's Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Good luck with that one. Bad Rouge, Oh, I can't wait for the Rougarou this summer. Opened it up May 30th. They got a bunch of games in June and July. Out at Pete Goldsby Field. BRRougarou.com. Go get your gear. I got a jersey on as we speak. Go get your gear. BRRougarou.com and get your tickets and get ready for a heck of a summer with the Baton Rouge Rougarou and a big summer up in Natchitoches with the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame induction. That's going to be in June. Go to LASportsHall.com, LASportsHall.com. Hunter, you got 20 seconds for some closing comments. I think it's going to be a tough defensive battle for both teams while we're taking the under in this game, but I think the experience of Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid will be the reason that they will be Super Bowl 58 champs. I'm going to throw another one in there. I like the under in the first half. I don't even know what it is, but I'm going to bet it. <laughs> I know because it's going to be, like like Derry said, a lot of running, a lot of adjusting and all that good stuff. I, I want to thank all of our sponsors, Court Street Cafe in Port Allen, Marshans Flooring and Interior down in Gonzalez. And, of course, our friends over at Gage. And, of course, the LaBear's Casino and Hotel right here in Baton Rouge. The sports book filling up. A lot of good stuff happening here. Come watch the Super Bowl on behalf of Hunter McCann and our producer, Grant. My name is Tommy Chrysan. Have a great rest of the weekend, everyone.